Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. I am your host, Ryan Lewis, and I have a very beautiful, gorgeous guest whose skin is just glowing. Samaya, welcome to Ryan Out Loud. Uh, I wish I had a... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I need to get. I need to work on that. I need to work on that. Do do my own. How are you? I am so great. How are you? Can't complain. It's Friday. It's mm-hmm. this. You know, the daylight saving. It's coming. The springtime is coming. Finally, because that daylight dark is too much. What spring forward, fall back. So spring forward. I guess what we I'm, lose the hours. Yeah. Well, it starts to get, like it's not doesn't get as dark as soon. Which I'm glad for because listen, that automatically puts seasonal depression out the out out of the window. Immediately. Immediately. So my welcome. This has been a, a little bit of a this has been work a work. God, I can't talk today. Uh this <laughs> I get excited and get all tongue twisted. Um, this has been in the works for a little for a while. We've been mutuals on uh social media for a while and you automatically show nothing but love and then in return your music that's what we're here to talk about we are here we're going to start off we're going to talk we'll do a little bit of both remedial education one remedial education two okay so tell me some of like beforehand like let's talk about your influences right you have such a angelic it just reminds me your voice reminds me of how do I describe this like a soothing relaxing rainy day oh wow I love that with a candle lit some wine or tea whatever whoever's preference Mm -hmm. just relaxing with somebody else depending but Mm -hmm. I prefer to be by myself right so (laughs) by myself with my tea maybe a good book while the music is playing that's what your voice reminds me of tell me how when you knew at the very beginning of this your career your you know when you were young how your influences and how you knew this was music was something that you want to do because correct me I meant to say at the beginning you are a singer songwriter and content creator yes I am Mm -hmm. so tell me about that your influence um, well I grew up in church I'm a former PK preacher's kid oh so, wow okay yeah <laughs> so I'm always growing up in church and um I, I think music was the one thing that really bought me out of my shell I was a very very shy kid I was going to see you give me very shy but when you close your eyes and sing it just it is like a Sasha Fierce almost you know like the alter ego yeah, switch. yeah no and I think the first time I remember experiencing that, my dad noticed I was kind of singing a little bit more. He was like, you got to get in front of people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was scared. I was like, okay. So there's an open mic night. He was, um, he did like some youth uh, leader stuff at like a rec center. So they had an open mic night. And then um, the first time I performed was with my, one of my friends at the time. I was too scared to go up there by myself. And we sang um, Fireflies by Owl City. We sang it together. Oh. Then... Later on, another act came on. He started singing Bruno Mars, Just the Way You Are. And he, in the middle, it was just real chill, nothing too serious. Yeah. And he kind of forgot the lyrics. He was like, oh, y'all, I'm sorry, I forgot the lyrics. 
but he hot like everyone saw me in the crowd singing along he looked at me he was like do you want to come up here and like sing it with me I'm like my anxiety came and I was like oh child I ain't planned for this I already did my part <laughs> and there everyone was like no no get up and get up there and sing and so I got up there and sang and it's like the minute the song started I was I fell in love I think right then and there and um as for like influences my dad played well growing up at church obviously there was you know like Jay Moss Dietrich Cat, and people like that um and then in middle school formulated my own taste a lot of Tori Kelly a lot of Jojo um yeah um and I'm I'm one of those people like I kept up with Jojo for like when she wasn't signed with the label when yes. like the I was era. yes I was in the trend, the agape mixtape, the cut like I just went to agape yesterday. Like it's <sighs> I want an streaming platform so bad. I know, and I think she said it's probably unlikely. Yeah. Like late yeah. all of that, you know. But yeah. And so a lot of JoJo, Tori Kelly, um, and my dad played, I remember him playing a lot of Tony Braxton. Um and so it was just, it was, I feel like primarily I draw a lot of inspiration from, especially songwriting wise from Tori Kelly, like her acoustic, like yeah. off my head. That was. How do that how was, did you see Tori on a timeline? She's about to come back with some new music, Tori Kelly. <laughs> and it, she sent Twitter into a frenzy. Like, they're like, oh my God, she's very dark. I was like, y'all, if you do, Google is free. Okay. It, it is Grew up in Puerto Rican and Jamaican her entire life. She's been tan oh, her entire like, life. She's so dark. Da, 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 da. She was never I'm like I just I was I don't know. I I I guess I understand because we've seen artists go in their black face like for you know, I get it. But I'm just like, this is Tori Kelly. She I don't understand where this shock is coming from as if we didn't know she was Puerto Rican. That's what I said. I was like, okay, get Google is free. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, those are um, some of my major, uh, major influences and a lot of Anthony Hamilton, too. I love songwriters like I love yeah. songwriters. Yeah. So um, I, and I think just hearing a guitar and a piano, those are always the two instruments I really gravitated towards. So um, influences like definitely Tori Kelly, Jojo, Anthony Hamilton and Life Jennings um, that yeah, that that songwriting. I just as you can tell by my lyrics, I really dig deep. And I'm going to talk about it because, you know, I get a little, I, I have your song. I have a song highlighted. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay. That's jumping into your first, so remedial education one, mm -hmm. your first full length project, right? Well, it's simple. Let me say it's, yeah. it's seven. What? Let me look. Cause I, I have my notes ready. It is. It's perfect. Okay, so it's five songs yep. in eleven minutes. Mm -hmm. That is perfect. Like that's to me. That's like like I love long. Like a lot of people complain about SZA. You know, Chris Brown. You know, he's mm -hmm. the king of doing like. Which we should, love the should be like three albums in one. To be honest, mm -hmm. but he loves really. But I don't. With him, it was it's chaotic. I can't really sit through. Yeah listen here and there go back yeah, like, yeah, like, I can listen I listen through but I love I have a love and I have a love for both short projects and long projects how initially like give me the background on the title remedial education how you how many songs did you initially record 
And how is that process narrowing it down to five songs? Yeah. Um, so Remedial Education, my first EP, had kind of been one of those things I've been working on since like 2016. How old are you, sweetheart? I am 25. I just turned 25 last, <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah. Last Wait, Saturday. I missed that. Charlotte's okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's, I hate the algorithm. I hate the timeline because it makes it. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. Oh my God. Because you know, you're like one of my favorites. Like, you're one of my favorites. I was just telling you today, and I'm going to say it again since like we're recording. I want people to know. I was so excited when I saw your email. Oh. When I was like, oh, yes, finally, <laughs> I get to check this off my list. Oh, that is. Uh, that makes you literally brought made my when you told me you told me that last night and I was like it just makes me it keeps me going stuff like comments like that is just because sometimes I get unsure and I'm like what am I doing but thank you because I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk to me I okay so we could go <laughs> off topic all day right, right. happy belated birthday but okay let's let's talk about it let's the writing process how did this come about this is your baby this is the debut yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been working. I really started pursuing music seriously in 2016 from the encouragement of friends. Um, once I realized, like, okay, I like singing, I like to do it, I was still very unsure. Yeah. A lot of self-doubt. And um, putting yourself out there, putting a body of work out there that is vulnerable, like the remedial education series is, it was. it's kind of amazing when I think about how far I've come just as a person to even put out this type of content and this type of music. But um at first, I think I had um, the first song I ever released was called Floral Genesis. And yes. so the concept was going to be along like re uh, uh, rebirth, growing, you know, I'm blossoming. And then um, from 19 to 22, I just went through a major shift in terms of just growth. Um, yes. Took a lot of time out for myself. That's how like, I'm able to put out two of these projects because it's a lot of just personal growth I had to do. And I like scrapped all the ideas for like the floral in the beginning. I was like, this isn't it. This isn't it. So I was yeah. in the process of finding my sound. Um, and I wasn't working with the producer that uh, did for Genesis just because I was trying to find my sound. And, like he was a trap producer. And okay. one thing I'll say, like, I don't like my songs like Tweaking and Kenny that are more trap influenced. I don't, I still love those songs. Yeah. But I have moved into a more neo soul contemporary R&B just naturally. So when I finally started to, to really just write and write and get vulnerable, I was like, this is, this can't be the same sonically things that I've done. The singles I released is different. And so I remember I just wrote and wrote. And then I think actually, I feel like I probably had about maybe seven or 10 songs originally. Okay. Um, and so it wasn't too hard to narrow down. It was just like the ideas were a lot. So I started stuff and then I just kind of honed in on like, oh, on it's mm -hmm. very cohesive and I think that would be my if I was an artist I would how to get a flow you know it's tough um and the thing is I was so I actually when the process of recording this and I was doing the songs and I had all these lyrics and melodies I'm just like I almost was like okay if it's not cohesive that really can't be my focus right now I yeah. just need to get I need to get my message out yes afterwards i'll worry about okay you figure out like okay let me yeah. record, let me just get my feelings out let me get everything yes. i wrote out and then then i'll organize it later yes because that cohesion was really like i'm a very organized person and so like 
I, I just realized that when it comes to like putting together a project, my most important thing is like making sure my message gets across. Yes. And so after I'm like, okay, the feelings are out, the message across. Now, how do I sequence it? I can't think about sequencing and the process of recording of what I'm writing. It has to come almost last. So um, yeah, I got the five songs and then it was, I, I, I actually think that one of the first songs I wrote was Got Me, which was the lead single. So that okay. was one of the first ones. Um, and I was just in a space where, you know, I had a lot of friendships ended, a lot of big shifts and did a lot of unpacking, you know, childhood trauma. <laughs> so you, you dropped this in 2020. So this happened, you know, and then in the middle of a pandemic, right? That's at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. A lot of, and plus for somebody like at that time, how old were you? 22? 20, 22? 22, so yeah, 22. That's yeah. the age where you're like, I'm missing out some of the best years of my life and I can't go outside. So to find that healing through, you know, that, that through your music, that had to be, that'd be something. Very, very therapeutic. When I first got done writing RE1, I was like, I actually just need it. Like, I'm glad that people are hearing it and I'm glad people are receiving it well, but like, I just, this is for me. I have to get these feelings out. And like you said, I spent a majority of my twenties inside. So it set me back a little bit social. Like I already told you, I'm shy. <laughs> my I think my that was one time like my friends are graduated from college. They're, you know, going to jobs in different places. I'm not near people. It was a lot. So I had no choice being inside the house to really focus and hone in on myself. And I yes, the pandemic was, you know, a challenge for a lot of us, especially as creatives, but it really gave me no choice. Yeah. But I can be like, okay, you're gonna do this. It's time to sit down and focus. And so for for that reason, I'm grateful that I just it put me in a space to really lock in and do what I needed to do. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because I was thinking you're like, I know for me, like I was 30 when the pandemic hit and I was just like, I was getting out of my shell. I like, you know, you go, I was, I remember your age and younger and I was just like, ah, you know, then I was kind of like, I was, you know, went back into this bubble and then it was yeah. like, I'm ready to break out. And then it was like, oh, COVID and I was like ah go back in the shell <laughs> back in the shell I cracked that shell like two years ago I was like you know what I can't you know so but I I absolutely understand but that's I feel like that was a vulnerable time for creatives it was yeah. but it was also a helpful time for us creatives in different aspects to actually tap into your your power your creative power a little bit more so that's amazing that is amazing that is amazing. That's, that's when I realized like vulnerability was my. So with that being said, let me ask you a question. No, I'll ask this after. Okay. You jump into remedial education too. And let me just say, let me tell you something. Okay. okay. I have a category of songs. No, let me backtrack. I'm gonna get to that in a second. See, my brain's always all over the place the beginning of both of your songs uh on both projects the mm-hmm. intro whoever that voice is i found myself because i was listening you know like i was between remedial education one and two today and i was just like I was, it got to a point where i was like okay you know like i feel it too like i feel like right 
the encouragement that the encouragement was talking to me. I was like, I needed that on that Friday morning. And I've I've listened to your projects throughout since we've been introduced, you know, introduced to each other virtually. And, but it was really like hitting. I was like, right. And then I, always, I think about your song, the BL, the Black Lives Matter song, mm-hmm. at the end of Remedial Education oh, One. Yeah. How important was that for you to make that statement? It was, I, I, you know, we saw so many companies, brands, and influencers do their own little things to commemorate what was going on. Yeah. And I wanted to say that wasn't like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to force it. You know, as a black woman, I, you know, as black readers, we know like what's going on, how it affects us. And, you know, so I was like, it has to be genuine. It just has to be something that I'm feeling. And so um, one of the ways I got into songwriting was through poetry. And so mm. I just decided to end the EP off just with that poem. And it was like the, I think it was the very last thing I did. I think I just got done recording a song and I was like, well, let's end this off with a poem. And that was just my way to, you know, also acknowledge everything that had gone on that past summer because I literally recorded this project throughout that, you know, so everything's going on. I've got my own things going on. So, you know, it was, that was just my own way of like, you know, just commemorating it, you know, in a, just a personal way without trying to make it like a, you know, because people did weird stuff during that time. Very cringeworthy. There's a thread I see randomly on Twitter, like, you know, what happened during 2020. And I'm like, you know, we were really, not we, but people were. They. (laughs) Maybe. We really talk about it. So then we're jumping in. You do a follow-up remedial education to in 2022. And let me say, I have a category of songs where I, I, it just like speaks to me. And the first song on that list is Lonely Hearts by Jojo, one of my personal favorites. Mm-hmm. And on that list now, well, since when I, I think I tweeted you when I heard it, something better, okay? Something better. I don't know if it's because I was going through you know, what I was going through with whoever I was going through at the time. And it just hit me. Mm. It just gave me a sense like something better. I am, you know, like it just get, so I'm gonna stop rambling. I'm gonna shut up because. <laughs> You're good. Is, I love hearing that. I love it hearing. Beautiful. And you did, was the story, the fir- your first music video? Yeah, story was the first single and the first uh, music video I ever did. And let me just say, the video, you are so gorgeous. You're so cute. <laughs> you are, like, I, I'm i like, oh, my God, can I adopt you as, like, my little sister? Please, please. I thought I was already adopted. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to make it clear. But, yeah. like, you just, it looked very, okay, first of all, my allergies would not allow me to be great in that. <laughs> Out. Okay. Walked out, eyes swollen. Okay, because you're on the floor, you're on the the grass, and the the. Here's a funny story. So there were actually bees. Like, <clears throat> look. So I remember, and the director Jada, she was like, "I want to get the shot of you." She warned beforehand what we were gonna do. She was like, "You know, if you feel comfortable, I want you to get on the ground." I was like, "Yeah, I'm whatever." So I'm laying on the ground. I'm looking up. We did, took a few times, but then in one of the takes, I felt like something buzzing. But we were already rolling, and I was just like, "It's okay, it's fine." But she was like, "As soon as the camera came out, I was like you were ready to go." She's like, "There was stuff flying around you and everything," 
And at some point I felt something crawling on me. I'm like, child, I don't know what that is. It's crawling on me. Yeah, but, I do <laughs> but yeah, it, it was fun. It was really fun. Did it take you to film that music video? Just Was it a one day thing? One hours? day. Took us about two hours. Actually, actually finished a little bit early and it just happened to be such a gorgeous day outside. I was worried about the weather. It was a gorgeous, because what part? You're in Virginia, correct? Mm-hmm. Part of yeah. Virginia. Uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, the 757. I have family down in in uh, Virginia Beach. Okay. Yeah. So we come to that, we come to that Mount Trashmore, and that's also like, that's a park that's kind of like a big part of my childhood as well. So it's full circle, being in a place where I used to go to as a kid and filming my first music video yeah. there. So, and I just wanted something simple just for the first time. That's what I loved about it. It's simple. It showcased you, the artist, and your voice and your yeah. beauty. And how well, it was just so cool. I absolutely love it. So congratulations on your first music video for such Thank an amazing you. song. So back to Remedial Education 2. This time, it sounded a little more personal. Mm-hmm. It's, it felt, because I don't, you know, like, and people, like, you go through growth, you go through changes, you go through, like you said, friendship breakups, breakups, family changes, like, all of that and I how was that an influence coming back because you're like okay you've grown since 2020 you are you are you were a woman in but you were a woman mm-hmm. evolve into a woman into yeah good so how was this different this process different I well, well first I didn't even want to do a second one I yeah. was way too scared to like the first one was so special and when you do sequels yeah better so yeah. I was like, that was cute. I had fun, loved it. I'm on to the next thing. But then the thing about healing, thing about growth is like, it's, it's a continual process. It's never ending. You know, so I just wasn't, I still had some things to get off my chest. So I was like about three to four songs in, I was like, okay, this sounds like it could be a RE2. So that's what we're going to do. So then I honed in and this time I focused, I wanted there to be a clear, storyline from like um like a process of healing from like no matter what stage of it you're in no matter what you're going through there's a song on this project that you can attach yourself to you can tell you started off with did it for you then there's something better and then the story lonely roads do not disturb learners interluded and like you end it with better than ever like Mm -hmm. that is an evolution of healing to me like you start off with the like you know I did this for you, like, or whoever, you know. Did yeah. It, you know what? Excuse, we can cuss on here. You know, excuse my like, fuck that nigga. Fuck that. No, literally. Um, I'm on to something better. And then it's like the lo- then it's the lonely part. Like, you know, this is the story. Like, okay, you're telling like you're telling your friend, like, this is what happened. Then there's the lonely part of it. You know, like it's just it can you it's I'm telling, I'm talking about like you don't know. You are no, no, you're- no, you're writer. good. You know, so I, I just, I love that. I love when a project flows and tells a story because me as a writer, I like to, I have scenarios in my head where I like to create love stories or mm-hmm. you know, healing stories. I'm a reader too. So yeah, I get you. I will send you my book when it's ready. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be big. It's going to be good. Um, So it, it, I love, that's why I love music. I connect music to stories all the time so when I hear a project that I'm like this could easily be a book or mm-hmm. a short film that's how I feel about remedial education one and two wow 
that would be oh, amazing. If I had the budget, I'd be like, girl, we're going to LA. Uh, we had to figure this out. We're going to get a short story together and go through it. So Somebody call Issa. <laughs> okay, Issa. Please. Somebody, somebody <laughs> listening, okay? So my following up, so you, this project though has seven songs. Mm -hmm. How many songs overall did you record for this project? I, had, I think I had about 12. Okay. Originally, it was supposed to be 10 songs. Mm -hmm. I have, I had two songs recorded and mixed and done sitting in my phone. When I, there are actually nine different variations of this track list. Really? And I had those two songs and I was looking, I was like, they just, doesn't fit yeah. sonically something's just not right here so i took those two songs out like i said i paid for them to get mixed in everything i purchased and i was like this it's not for this Understood. So i cut those two tracks out and i was like these are the seven and it that's felt, what it felt right and you just went with your gut instinct and you you felt was right and i it's amazing these seven Thank songs you. are perfect like mm -hmm. I love when artists, you're like that. That was a really good project. Like it just flowed, and it it's perfect. You Thank should be you. proud. Thank you. It it. When I was thinking about the other day, I just you know when I, I was telling you earlier, I used to be such a shy kid. I used to bottle things up, keep them inside, and so the fact that I am being recognized for music that requires me to be vulnerable mm. and honest and raw is to me like it's crazy. I'm just like I don't. I'm proud of myself for getting to this point. You should, you should you know? be. And it's like, I always think about artists, like when we, you hear these songs, how I, how it, how something better made me feel. Yeah. Um, through my healing stage of letting go of something that I thought was more. Um, so I can only imagine what it's, which, you know, you being the artist and the writer of this song, what you could have possibly gone through, you know, like it's so, I appreciate that I appreciate the vulnerability and being open because you know you can like you said you can go sing over a trap beat and call it a day but no you want you are inspiring and healing others and mm -hmm. myself included I realized I just wanted to make music I that makes people feel something if and I it, can you know everything moves so fast on social media with music yes. so if I can get somebody for five or ten minutes just to connect and to feel something then I did my part and I'm happy about that. You did. And thank you for that because it helped with my healing process as well. So I, that's what I, one of the main reasons why I definitely sent, well, I was going to send an email regardless, but I wanted to give you your flowers in person in well, virtually, but in person and tell you how I felt about remedial education one and two. So thank I love you. you. So, much. so my question to you, because I just saw you tweet something a couple of days ago about <laughs> You know, it's the thing about being an independent artist that I am not, but I understand because I've talked to so many and I work with a lot of artists here in Pittsburgh that are independent and the frustration is real. And but there's always that, OK, I need to be active. I need to be I need my self-care. I need peace. And then it's also, though, I don't want no. I want to keep the content going. How do you. How do you find a balance for that? Like, what is the balance? What does a balance look like? Self-care. So like you mentioned earlier, I'm a content creator too. So I did music reviews on YouTube, ironically yeah. enough. And so I was putting out reviews two times a week. So 
from education one, I was still being a content creator and doing music. It was a lot. And when it came to this project, I planned out a full rollout and that took almost like a month of planning. Mm -hmm. So I'm one person. And so I was like, I can't do everything. I can't make content. I can't drop videos two times a week and try to do this EP. I can't. It, and I had a friend tell me, they were like, I know you put a lot of time into other artists and to other people's work, but you, this project deserves all of you. Yeah. So that's what I did. I kind of pushed content creation to the side and I just focused on the music and it's paid off and I'm grateful for that. And so now the balance, I, I'm realizing now, um, I have to experience things. I have to live life. Um, and I'm, if I'm being honest, the pressure of just trying to have a video out every single week, it it's like, I feel like a load's been lifted off because I've just been like living and just, I've been writing so much. I've been reading so much. So I've still been, you know, working, yeah. you know, doing stuff. But like, I, it, it'd be different if I had a team full of people that can help me make the content that will edit it. Cause I also edit, edit all my own videos too. Okay. You know? So it's it's a lot for one person. I just learned to just give myself grace. I feel you because like just on this aspect, being a podcaster and a creator, I'm just like, I didn't even know if season five was going to come back. Wow. I didn't know. Like I'm, I'm a one man show and I have a lot of support, but it's like sitting here editing and then working that nine to five. It's just like, I don't have, I don't have the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Right out loud is not happening and when I seen the response and I you know you guys responded to my my season five form I'm like oh people are really checking the gate it fueled my inspiration so I absolutely understand I do yeah. it was just it was just a lot so now I'm realizing now like you know like I'm when I start getting in the mood to do covers because I <laughs> I kind of do them from time to time I like my I feel like I sound best on original music but when I start getting to the mood to do covers I'm like okay I think I'm ready to get back in the booth Okay. So that leads me into my, I'm going to do two questions because we have a little bit, we have like six minutes. Okay. So I'll, so two questions in one I'll ask. Well, first, what I know remedial education is fresh. Do you want to sit in this era a little bit more? Is something better the next single? <laughs> no. Is there a visual? I don't, you know, what, what does that look like for you? And is there, okay, maybe this is three questions. And is there, will you do a remedial education three or to close the chapter chapter out properly or remedial? Is that it? Or you want to jump into something completely different? And then my last question, I ended Ryan out loud with this question. What advice would you give to your younger self? I gave you a lot. So if you need me to ask again, I'll, I'll say it. Okay, so as her like, is something better than next single? I will say <laughs> that when um I get the funds to do another music video, that will be the song I do it for. So y'all, you see her on social. I'm a when this episode is posted, I'm gonna be putting y'all on deep to Samaya. Okay. I love it. I love it. Remedial <laughs> education one and two. Y'all better support, stream, buy, so that we can get a video for something better. Look, I just keep making something better the next scene. No, no, it's it's just just right now. No, the thing is, like, that's actually the most streamed song. Really? It is, it is the last time I checked, it is the most streamed song. It is the people that a majority of everyone has gravitated towards. And it's so crazy because I thought it was gonna be better than ever, but 
I was like, oh, it's something better. So it's something better hits because I, you know, mm-hmm. I told you half yeah. of me. This so week. as soon as I get everything I need to all my eggs in a row, I will um do a video for that. And I do want to do like some live performances. I like, was gonna say I could see you yeah. doing some at home. Yeah. Remedial education at home. Mm-hmm. So I wanna I wanna do that. So I, the arrow will, will not be finished to me until those two things are done. No. Um, will I probably still release singles in between then? Sure, but yeah. like I do want to push out more content for RE2 because it's you know it's still pretty fresh. It is. Um, it is. So yeah, okay. that will that's definitely what I want to do. I want to release a video and do some live performances. Um, and what was your second question? It was about a remedial education three maybe. Right. So this is the thing. Like I said, healing is a continual process. So whenever I get into a space where I just have a lot, I've done a lot of learning, a lot of living, I've grown some more, there always be room for that series to continue. Because at this point, it's a series. It is, so, yeah. I love series. Um, yeah, so I don't, I can't say I like, I mean, maybe there'll come a point where I close it out. But as of right now, there's a three or, or a four is always a possibility because I'm yeah. always I'm always evolving. So you like other artists and revisit them years years later because like what Jill Scott did, what mm-hmm. volume one and two, and then did other things and then came back to three or you know, something like that. Yeah. And I've also had like an idea because I've written some songs recently that kind of fit like the vibe of both those projects. So I thought about maybe just doing like an extracurricular type of like oh, some extra song. Credit. Yeah, so just some extra credit for the girls. Heck yes, give um, us some. So I think I might I might do that because I do have a lot of stuff written. But yeah, no, uh, our me education three is always a possibility for sure. Awesome. And my last, I'll say it again. My last question to you, sweetheart, is what advice would you give to your younger self? Ooh. Ooh, man, I feel like there's so many things. Um, I would tell my younger self to stop like do not make yourself smaller to make other people feel comfortable um I used to I always knew I was talented but I was always I don't know I just feel like I needed to I didn't want to show anybody up I didn't want to you know I and I had and I did have friends that were jealous of me at the time so I think I felt that I felt it look at him now yeah, I, I felt it somewhere. And I think that's why I just like, I just kind of put myself in this little tiny ball and I internalized so much. So I would just tell myself, don't make yourself smaller to make other people feel comfortable. I heard it. So heard it. That, that's, what I, that's what I would tell myself. Yay. So thank you for doing this. Thank you. Tell the, Thanks for having tell, me. Of course. <laughs> tell the listeners, tell them right now, right now, our listeners where they can find you on social media. You guys can find me on Twitter at Samaya two underscores on Instagram at underscore Samaya, Spotify, Apple Music, Samaya S E M I Y A. Information in the link as well where they can find remedial. Yeah. Yeah, and um, my YouTube channel, even though I'm not as active, is Gap Visuals Only. That's the brand I created for to help uplift other artists just like myself. Yes. So yeah. You want to see my unhinged personality? Go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get into YouTube, so we'll figure that out one day. I love that 
Smut, thank you so much. I want you guys, Ryan out loud listeners. Oh, I almost forgot. My TikTok is also Samaya. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. No, you're fine, baby. I was like, oh, well, not have forgotten. Not one thing. There's so many. Just the yeah, you know, no. hard to keep Lord. up. <laughs> you guys heard it there where you can find him. Please, I'm telling you, for all purposes of healing and getting evolving and growing, listen to remedial education one and two. I promise you will not be disappointed. This girl is a beautiful singer and an even talented songwriter. It helped me. It's, it is helping me. It can help you too. So y'all remember Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter. That will never change. Thank you for listening to this beautiful episode of Ryan Out Loud.